Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, this is Bob Stapleton. In today's episode, we take another hat that HROD people play, and that is third-party facilitation. Perhaps the most unknown and unappreciated role that you all out there play each day in your organizations. We talk about the importance of it. We talk about the landmines uh, involved in it and also the complexity of whether it be a sensitive situation or a power differential, how to play in such a way that you move along conversations productively. Enjoy today's episode, and by all means, let us know what you're thinking after you've heard it at our Facebook page, Bob and Joyce Podcast. Welcome, come in, and grab a snack. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce. So everyone. I have a possible uh, topic for today because I was thinking of um, the mundane or not the mundane, but something that as an ODR, HR practitioner, executive, whatever, we do a a lot of. uh, and I think sometimes it's taken for granted, but anyhow, I was thinking about third-party facilitation and how often I would be brought into a quagmire or a very tender termination that might be going on and how it was a big part of my work. Yeah. You know, I think um, my mind, my thinking went, immediately to either performance issues or uh, thorny terminations. Uh, And that's what I think a lot of my third party facilitation was. But I I think about coming in as a thought partner on uh, dilemmas or challenges that people had. So it is a big hat that we wear in HROD. Or it's full of stuff. (laughs) It's got a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or there was a lot of, let me run this by you. Yeah. Then I would say, well, you know what? Let's pull in X, Y, Z because they will hate it. So yeah. let's have the conversation early. Don't get your idea going before you've had the conversation with your friend of me. Yeah. What, what I think um, at least made it... Um, a satisfying part of my role, not mm-hmm. always easy, mm-hmm. is, is that you were being invited in to a private conversation or a private situation. So yeah. they were welcoming and seeking your help as opposed to um, coming to HR to get this approved. Um, yeah. That's not third-party facilitation. Right. I'm uh, trying to think why or how... I, I think people at all levels came to me for that. So it wasn't like the boss having a problem with an associate. It could be the associate coming to me saying, I have a big problem with the boss. Yeah. And being the third party, somehow also carrying a message gently, but accurately was part of that. So. I usually had to lay quite a bit of groundwork before I bought, brought two people together to resolve an issue. And plus, as I would say to people that work for me, every single story has at least seven sides to it. There is no truth. 
you know, that's exactly where my mind went. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's so true. And when that person, whether it's the associate or the boss, when they come to you, they have a story, mm-hmm. uh, a truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they I, have a result <laughs> that they want. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, is it something that you were comfortable doing earlier in your career? Uh, or is it something that you became uh, more comfortable with and feeling proficient at? Because I think early in a career, if you're new and people are coming to you, it's like, heck if I know the answer. I think I was really comfortable with that role because I'd always been put into it, whether it was high school or college or anything. I, I think people sensed I'd be fair. And also in um, before I did a D work, I had had some training in family therapy. And so, yeah, so I, I, I think I was pretty comfortable from the get-go, but that's because I'd had a, a roles that led me to doing that, like in college and stuff. People would just come, and I was president of the sorority, actually, which was very well run, not because of me, but, but because of the college. It was not a drunken brawl at all. Um, I was personnel manager <laughs> when I was a freshman. <laughs> Oh, I had to deal with people that broke the rules, that got pregnant, that, you know, whatever. Well, it's, it's what I think is important. And that's kind of why I ask, because I, I look at later in my career and I, at least for me, I felt more confident and comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, in the third party facilitation role. What I like about your examples is it isn't like you have to go into training to become a third party facilitator. I think it's a blend of your life experiences and what you've done. And I would argue going back to a couple of episodes ago, a lot of curiosity, like what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. And a re- for me, I was always a little uh, nervous or excited because I knew I wasn't gonna agree with either of them. Tell me more. I just knew I would be looking for um, what I cared about was fairness. Yeah, not whose side. Yeah, I cared a lot about fairness. As you, I, what, that's one of my fairness and loyalty are two of my highest values that I'll actually do, <laughs> no matter what. You know, I'll put myself in jeopardy to live up to those values. Let me ask you this: um, Maybe it, it it's happened. I know it's happened to me. How about when using your loyalty and fairness values that the supervisor, the boss, feels to some extent you've undermined them by not kind of leaning towards their... I, I never, I rarely, unless there was some dramatic incident going on, went into a third party situation without talking to both. Yeah. And I would represent each side to one another. Okay. I, I had no, my job was to, and I frequently I helped with um, having someone leave now feeling that it was fair. There's a miracle. Now seeing it as being fair. Mm-hmm. Huh. Tell me or, this. Or that something different was needed that yeah. yes, indeed, there had been a shift. 
and what you have done for 10 years is not what needs to be done now. Do you want to do it now? Yeah, yeah. Frequently, it was that happened a lot. So I'm hearing in the words that you just said, there is more of a question at the end versus telling either party what to do or the way you think it should go. So this telling versus kind of asking the right questions, uh, is, is that a part of third party facilitation? Sure. Like you're not, you know how the judge, the judge makes a decision. Uh, you're guilty, you're not guilty. Uh, here's your sentence. I don't hear any of that. You know, I think it was to get both sides to clearly understand the other. And sometimes it, sometimes behaviors changed. And a lot of times it was saying, you know, uh, if something doesn't change, you can't continue in this role. And that's you saying it. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Or, so, or I would say, I think what Tim is saying. Yes. That you are on thin ice at this point and or you don't have the skills that are needed and the world has shifted. And so your role is slightly different. And so I know you, yeah, there was a lot of that. And also saying if there was a power differential in the room, um, softening that voice and saying, what is it that you want yeah. from the work of this person? Not from the person so much, but what is it from the work that you need that isn't happening? Uh, it was always uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. And I was aware that, you know, they're semi-bearing their souls in a way. Or, you know, it, I... I um, worked really hard to not share anything ever about a third party conversation. Yeah, I, I would say that's you. You, I might, but I, and I, well, I was, it's the only time I got up on my high horse with people because I had recruiting reporting to me for a while to say if I hear any gossip and if people, I had a dream for recruiting, which was to have it be a developmental spa to step yeah. into after a, uh, someone didn't get a job. But I said, you know, if I hear gossip or anything being shared, I will fire you for that. Yeah. I mean, I credibility and uh, yeah, you, you talk about losing your ability to be effective. Tell me this. I, I a couple of thoughts that I'd like to get your, a uh, couple of questions, actually, I'd like to get your thoughts on. Was there ever examples or times when you felt the need to bring a fourth um, person in, um, you know, when you didn't feel like you had that's, enough? That's a good question. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't very often, but I might go around and scrounge up more information. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a person. It was more, I, I need to get an outlook, more. an outlook or a new vantage point. Yeah. But and you asked me the question. I, I've been stumped a lot uh, where I was struggling. You, we've talked a lot about being grounded and having your anchor. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I've been conflicted um, in terms of what to say in the moment. Yeah. Um, in terms of. Uh, the, the outcomes that uh, that both parties want. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and I think that's when you say I'm stumped. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, Joyce. Look at, look, at, look at the differences on the table. What do we what do we do with those differences? And yeah. what they hated, what they hated was the stalling of results. Everybody came in with, I want to, you know, it wasn't always terminations at all. It was I can't live with this person talking on the phone all the time when I know it's wrong and blah, 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 whatever. But everybody hated that you put a hold on things to have these discussions. Yeah. You know, you did, we did slow down things. You know, one- Saved a lot of lawsuits and created <laughs> a lot of fairness. Yeah. Was there ever, um, as a third party facilitator, was there ever a topic or circumstance that you felt it was inappropriate to play that role? Can you think of one or any? No. Okay. I think that's important. I was, I was like thinking of the, the, the most difficult where you end up with like a sexual harassment where you're brought in as a third party or you have a, the, the head of one function come to you and say, not only do I not get along with the other uh, function, but we're working again. You know, so I think about times- but I would do preparation. I never would just go in cold. Yes, you said that a couple of times. Yeah, I would talk until I really had a sense of each person's position. Otherwise, I'd be, I, you know, I'd be saying I don't know a lot, but. And I often had once a decision was made, because these, we are human in large organizations. I speak in defense of CEOs. It's hard to be in conflict. And you want to get rid of it by being harsh or strict or firing or whatever. So um, it was always uncomfortable. I always did follow up, even if the person said, well, I'm going to be, if they came to a decision of a termination, then I'd say, let's talk about how you want to do that. Encouraging everybody to have a dignified end of their time, you know, to say goodbye, not to, not to be sent out with a box of, so I'm going to tease out um, some key uh-huhs or principles about third-party facilitation based on what I heard and get your reaction. Okay. Do the work up front so that you have a good grasp of what's going on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, scary. You know, facilitation is just that. It's having two people that you're with or team, it's you kind of provoking the right questions, the right conversation to get both parties' uh, uh, thoughts uh, and viewpoints out on the table. Yes, and to create a sense of safety in the room. Ah, you just gave another good principle, creating a, a sense of safety for everyone. You're, you're not going to get fired or viewed as incompetent for telling your truth at this table. That kind of sparks, I didn't necessarily hear you say it. Uh, is, there a, is there a principle of being overt about what's said here? You have 100% oh, of my, yeah, of my confidentiality. I will not speak, or if I feel like I have to. Um, I often said, 
people gossip a lot. I'm going to keep confidence with what we talk about in here today. You may hear something out there that makes you think I haven't come to me. Come to me. Yeah. So that we can talk about that because organizations run on gossip. Oh, for sure. So that so that that's really to be overt about you yeah. know, safety. Therefore, your job is under threat. You need a different response from this person. We keep keep coming back to that dynamic of one with more power than the other. But I did a lot of work with top level executives who were battling for position. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you pull in the conversation at the end by asking, so where are we? What have we decided? What yeah. are the steps? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's happened here? Anything that helped yeah. the situation? No. Yeah, I like the question. What are, you, what are you leaving here thinking that you didn't necessarily come in here today? Yeah. And are there leftovers? And does this feel finished? If not, let's meet again soon. It's just hairy and not fun. Well, it, it is. But it's easier to be a therapist. Well, what I think you've done today is I think you've helped to demystify. So if I'm new to a role where third-party facilitation mm -hmm. is something that I'm going to be required to do, I think you've given some good advice and guides lines to, to having it uh, be effective. You know what I, well, good. But I'm thinking how there's a sense of, I don't know how to put it. I internally feeling not pulled one way or the other and able to sustain conflict in your stomach yeah. without responding to it. Allowing the conflict to be, allowing the conflict to get clearer, allowing the conflict to have an unhappy ending in order to be real and fair. And that for me was hard. Yeah, because you're kind of there to give a solution. Right, and plus I'd want to cry. I don't want anybody to <laughs> lose <laughs> their death No, <laughs> there were men, <laughs> no. Because usually if it was a third party, it wasn't clear. Yeah, did you create, uh, you, you talked about following up afterwards. Mm -hmm. uh, it, would it be typical for you to say, you know, let's get back together in a month or kind of put it on them to get back? Um, it depended. I, I uh, certainly would follow up with each person individually yep. and see where that left it. And remember, the clock was ticking and we were not therapists. So resolution and change had to come had to be shown relatively quickly, but not if it was a performance improvement plan. Because I used to really say, this is what's wanted from you. This is the time your boss is willing to give you. Can you do that? And then I'd later probably talk to the boss and say, are you crazy? You're giving him four weeks to change. And what we're, we're talking a lot about where there's a power differential in the room. Yes. And I think the third party is to, uh, create a more equal playing field. Yeah, it kind of neutralizes it. Yeah, um, but certainly I did a lot of co-equal third-party facilitation among executives and not among between. 
and they were gently trying to be the one that had the top position. <laughs> so anyway, it's not easy. So if, if I'm listening today and I'm a leader and I'm like thinking, you know, I don't really use a lot of third party uh, facilitation. Mm -hmm. What would your advice for leaders out there that um, may not be familiar with this process? Oh my gosh, if you don't have it, <laughs> I'm still thinking, are you crazy? You don't have somebody in the organization that can do this kind of work. Obviously you pull in people from outside to do it, I bet. Um, inside just has a deeper grasp of the situation. And also if you can resolve internally, it's not a thing of shame. It's a problem solving for Pete's sake. It's, it's like your kids, your teenage kids, really. I don't have advice except have someone. A credible voice of fairness. And it could be your own and you may not be being fair and don't know it. So <laughs> have someone that you, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm asking the question. Stomach. I used to always say too, wait till your stomach. I keep talking about my stomach. Wait till your stomach gets really settled. And if that takes you 15 minutes, okay, to go in position of conflict. Oh my goodness, you've got hammers in your house. I do have hammers in my house. So yeah, I don't have advice for top executives except have somebody and make yeah. sure they're not just on your side. I think that's probably sufficient enough, right? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> uh, this was my idea to bring up because it's a hidden piece of work that doesn't get a lot of acclaim. Yeah, you and I think you don't get a lot of credit for doing it, and a lot of it's confidential, and um, and it's an important process. It gives you a ton of learning about what goes on in the organization and how to every drop of fairness spreads. So. Okay, so I have one more question for you before we uh, close up. In some organizations, the cultural norm may be uh, not to involve HR, not to reach out to a credible voice. We're operations, we gotta move forward. What would your advice be to HR, OD professionals out there that don't feel as if they're being invited in to, to do a third party facilitation? Any thoughts? I almost, never waited to be invited in. Ah, tell me more. I would knock on the door. <laughs> I knew, I mean, HR probably would know if there were a termination going on, but this is why I loved working internally because you could get the lay of the land just by going to the cafeteria and talking and bumping into people. So, um, don't wait to be invited. Okay, that's good advice. Not a way to offer support, even to, so if the termination were coming up, say, I'd be glad to talk with you about this because I'm concerned that it might go sour, something like that. Yeah, no, I like that. I That's the power of asking that last question that you question whether you should ask the question. So I'm glad I did. So uh, we're at about time, Joyce. So any yeah. last words or is no. it time to say? Well, get comfortable with yourself and get comfortable with conflict. Yeah. 
get comfortable with discomfort. Okay, Joyce, till the next time. All right. Adios. Adios. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.